0: Hello and welcome back to the TTD, Tatani Talk Stuff, this year where we talk a daf lesson a day in a few minutes your Again, welcome to Tanas. We are in Tanas 3, 3A. A Tana taught in Abrisa. The sages do not obligate one to mention praise for do and winds, but if one wishes to mention them, one may mention them. The Gemara asks, why is the mention of wind and do not obligatory? Rabbi Hanina said, because they are never withheld, as the world cannot survive without them. Where do we know that dew is never withheld? It's written in Malacham of Perakid Zion. The notes point out Eliyahu, one of my favorite characters in the entire Tanakh. Eliyahu Hatishbi, who was on in the inhabitants of Gilad, said to Achav, "By the life of Hashem, the God of Israel, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew or rain these years, except according to my word." And is written in a later verse, verse that after three years had passed, Hashem told Eliyahu. Later on in Yeruchem, go up here before Achav. I will send rain upon the earth. God told Eliyahu that rain would presume to fall, resume to fall, but he did not mention dew to him. What is the re- reason for the submission? Because dew is never withheld, even during the years of drought, the dew continued to fall. But if dew is never withheld, why did Eliyahu swear to Achav that dew wouldn't fall? The meaning of what Eliyahu said to Ahab, even the dew of blessing will also not fall. The dew that will fall during the drought will not be of blessing, it will not cause any plant growth. And the question is, shouldn't Hashem restore the dew of blessing? Why did God not tell Eliyahu to inform Achav of the restoration? Because the restoration of the dew of blessing is not a discernible matter. And that is the key phrase for today. The restoration of the dew of blessing is not a discernible matter. And therefore, Eliyahu, had he informed Achav of the restoration of the dew of blessing, the wicked Ahab would have taunted Eliyahu by denying that it was withheld in the first place. The dew is not a discernible matter. It brings to mind the idea that so often in life, things are not discernible to us, especially when thinking about what Hashem does for us. He does it in a very hidden way. Anochi Aster, Haster Hashem talks about in the Torah how he will be very hidden. In a couple months, we see this openly in Megillus Esther, how Hashem was quote-unquote hidden. But in our lives, a lot of times there is Hashka but it's very much Hester, it's very much hidden. The thing to think about is look for Hashem, see Hashem. Where can you find Hashem? Even if He's not showing you these blatantly open miracles every day in your life, if you look for Hashem, If you try to find him, you try to find the Hesterness of Hashem, he is there. Even if it's not discernible to the eye itself, if you look deep, if you try to find him, you try to see him, you will definitely find him. And understand that Hashem is always there in the background, behind the scenes, pulling the strings, taking control and taking care of everything in our lives. We might not see it, it might not be discernible to us, but know, always know that Hashem is always there. Always in the background, always taking care of things, always ever present in our lives, making sure that everything goes from A to Z every single day. Join us next time as we talk Tonus 4 here on the TTD.